This episode of The Cutting Room is sponsored by Grass Valley's Edius 6. Check out the new Edius 6 at www.grassvalley.com. What, in addition to the right equipment, does it take for the job of film editing? Welcome to The Cutting Room. I'm your host, Gordon Burkell. And today's going to be a little different than usual. It's just sort of an interlude between our next episode where we start interviewing our next editor. And what I'm going to do is I'm actually going to play about 10 minutes from EditFest New York this year and allow you guys just to hear some great editors discuss their process. So the other thing I want to do is I want to make sure that everyone's aware that tomorrow we're holding our TIFF pub night. And if you come, we just got Splice Training, so splicetraining.ca just gave us a copy of Avid with Avid Technology, so they teamed up with Avid. They're giving us a copy of Avid Technology and a full course to learn it. So if you come to the pub night, you can actually win a full Media Composer 5 with the training that goes with it. So that's fantastic, and we'd like to thank Splice and Avid for doing that. We also have a Contour Design Shuttle, which is great. So if you're editing and need to shuttle through things, perfect tool. And we also have tons of t-shirts and other great things from various organizations around the city. So if you're in Toronto, Canada, make sure to check that out. We're checking to see if we can get to Boston this fall to do a pub night. We're in talks. We're just trying to figure out what the best location is and if it's feasible. We might be able to do it. We're not 100% sure. We're working on it, but we'll, we'll see what we can do. In the meantime, here's a section from EditFest New York's opening night which is a panel called The Lean Forward Moment, which was moderated by uh, Norman Holland. And the first person you'll hear talking is Larry Silk. They just watched a scene which was had a very awkward moment in it. Instead of cutting to the awkward part, they cut to the characters leading up to the awkward moment to help build the scene. I couldn't play the scene because obviously we don't have the rights to it. However, it's a fiction film that was shown from England. And Larry Silk starts talking about it in context of a documentary. After that, you'll hear Josh Diamond talk about music videos, and then Anne McCabe, and eventually uh, Sabine Hoffman. And all the questions, of course, are moderated by Norman Holland. So any question, time you hear someone ask a question, that's Norman. And there is a bit of back and forth, but you'll, you'll get who each person is. So make sure if you're in Toronto to show up tomorrow for the uh, pub night. Thanks to Splice Training, we're going to have an Avid Technology MC5.5 to give away, as well as the training. Contour Designs has given us a Shuttle Pro. Tons of stuff to give away, and enjoy this edit fest. Um, in the docs that you cut, um, do you use something like this as well? Because in docs, you don't necessarily have lots of coverage of same moments. So how do you, how do you kind of shape the involvement in the characters there? How do you do that? Well, you know, documentaries are so, they're so, <laughs> it's, it's really difficult to, to, to answer that question, but it's a damn good question. And, uh, so moving on then. Yeah, <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, I mean, you're looking at the footage and you're responding. You're very aware of your response to what, what really moves you and what doesn't, and what moves you in the direction that you feel the film is so intended to go, what, what they want to do, what do you want to do to the audience? You know, that's the whole thing. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you want to do it to yourself too much and not enough to the audience. Mm -hmm. And you know, the old joke, you kill your babies, you know, the old story about art generally. Uh, 
but you find, you know, you make notes about what's really moving you, and, and then you get ideas from selecting the stuff, how you can make it work together in a way that does really reach the audience's emotions. I'm always thinking of how I'm feeling when I'm looking at footage, and those are the notes I make, mostly. And uh, sometimes you get led astray, as I say. But uh, Right, I often say that uh, we only have uh, one time to have our reaction for the first time, right? But like, after that, we've seen it too many times, so we're not the audience. So yeah. We have to remember those things. Same, how about music videos and the things that you're doing? Well, it's a different, most of the time it's a different pacing in that you're trying to cram as much as possible into three minutes, unless, of course, you can get your artist to allow you to breathe. Do three and, of them. And, yeah, do three of them, and then you can say. stretch it. Um, yeah, I mean, it, I think it's the same no matter what you're doing. It's just, am I doing this in three minutes, or am I doing this in 65 minutes, or 85 minutes, or 105 minutes? Mm -hmm. You're still looking for the flow and how to get that story across as cleanly as possible without any crap in the middle. Mm -hmm. So how do we understand what the story is then? What are your relationships with your directors that, or showrunners or producers or clients that help us to understand what the story is? You do it yourself or is there a lot of interaction there? I mean, it totally varies on each, on each different project. Mm -hmm. There's some, some of them are extremely involved and want to be there the whole time and other times they they let you do it, you know, like what you want, or they'll send like a couple of notes by email. Or I mean, it, it, what about your first cut? How are you putting your first cut together? The process of putting the first cut together. Well, in terms of how you know your emotional involvement, what you want the audience to feel. How are you doing that the first time? I, I think the first time. I mean, I think you guys like you're, you're just watching it, like you said, that you, your first reaction, um, and you and I often lift out pieces or um, make notes about places that made me laugh or. Mm -hmm. You know, um. I think so that also brings up a, a question of like, you know, it's not just the scene, it's the whole. And we, it's so different when you first assemble a scene and then you get all the scenes around it and then you have to kind of think it over. And I think that's one of the main processes that we keep engaging in on a constant basis. Like from the little to the whole, from the, you know, from making the scene perfect and pushing it as far as you can. And um, just a footnote to what we said about that, sometimes going in the, extreme opposite with that pushing and then finding out, oh no, that was too far. Now we, we played it all for the other character or something. Mm -hmm. But really then seeing that scene again in the overall context of the film and maybe, as you said, having to lose your the favorite scene because the whole works suddenly better because mm -hmm. you did that. Mm -hmm. So I think that's the schizophrenia. I, I think unless you have a really specific and and knowledgeable relationship with your director, your producer, where you've worked together a lot and you really know what that person is looking for, your first cut's for you. It's you know what you want, you know what's gonna work best, and you know you're gonna get notes anyway, mm -hmm. so you might as well just make what you think works and have a solid story behind it to back it up when they say, well, why'd you do this, why'd you do that, where does this go, and say, well, this has to go here because here, this, that, and the other thing. So you had mentioned that you do a lot of sub-clipping of moments that affect you, yeah. Yeah, I, de I definitely like while I'm watching, I'll, I'll pull out moments that I think work or that are funny and I kind of string them together. But I mean, like Sabine said, sometimes I don't get too hung up on 
little you know cuts or how is this cutting together to this other shot it's more sort of the overall picture mm -hmm. I know there might be like wow we're definitely gonna want to use this shot because this is really cool but there's sort of more y you put it all together make a shape and then I'm pretty much working within the whole thing. Mm -hmm. I, I try to get to the whole thing as quickly as possible. Mm -hmm. So you're not overly worried then in the first pass about matching action or do any of that sort of stuff? I think right? it's a big mistake to spend too much time worried about worrying about whether something matches early. I mean, the same with documentary. Like, you just want to get the pieces that create the whole arc of the whole story, the shape of the whole story. And, and get some good stuff in there. Mm -hmm. And then you're like reworking and reworking and then trying to make it work as a whole piece. Yeah, Anyone you agree? Yeah, well you never know if that's even gonna make it into the final, so why bother? But also as in, in our case, where we're the directors and sometimes also the editors or vice versa, it's being able to look at that one shot that as a director, you were like, oh, I can't believe we got this shot, it's gonna be the best. And then you get into the edit room and you have to talk to your, talk yourself down off the ledge because that's the one you have to lose because it just does not work. Mm -hmm. That's you the know? killing your babies thing yeah. you mentioned. Right. At a certain point, you have to lose that. Yeah, the, diff <clears throat> the difficult thing in documentaries, uh, you have to remember what the purpose of the film is. You're always trying to do something to an audience uh, more than just excite them and sell, you know, whatever, box office and so on. Uh, usually you have an interview with the producer and he says, you know, I'm interested in talking to you about editing this film. And you say, well, what's it about? And what are you trying to do? And he says, oh, it's about blah, blah, blah. And, uh, and I think we've really got something there that can affect people and make them really understand that this issue is, you know, is very, very important. And this, and this is why I think it's important, and this is what we have. And, and, I, and if you agree, if you feel that that's an important issue to you, or that you can get with that, then, you know, I'm talking on a very larger scale here. We're talking documentary with the whole film about already, you know. So uh, I think, well, yeah, that sounds like an interesting problem and like a wonderful thing to work on. I'd like to do that. Then you start looking at the film and you find it doesn't say, <laughs> the material isn't speaking to you that way. See, that this never happens at all. <laughs> they have this fantasy about the footage, right? It, ha you know, it really can happen in documentary where you're interviewed and you like the guy and you like what he says about you, you know, it all feels good. And then you start looking at the footage and by God, it doesn't say at all in any way what he says this film could be made to say. You know, as a matter so what of do you do then? Right, you've got the do? job at that point. What do you well, do? Well, you sometimes you <laughs> you uh, you try and talk them out of. You know, you try and find what it does say to you that you can sell them. Okay. And you know, I can't remember all these incidences I've had you know, incidents <laughs> with with one, producers, sure. but well, it's it's so, a, so it's a would, real problem and and an issue. You know, well, you would mention. In the yeah. interview, not just documentaries. Kind of not just docs, absolutely. Yeah. Um, how does an interview process work for you? Like, how do you get your jobs, um, Sabine? How do you? It depends, um, but I, I do agree. It's very important to that first conversation, uh, or yeah, that that initial conversation. Finding out about the intention of the film is is very crucial, and kind of being on the same wavelength with the director about what the vision is. 
because we're going to be on a long journey together to try to get there. And yes, it's going to change in the process most likely, but at least we start out from the same point of this is what we want to accomplish and this is the story we want to tell. It really comes, to me, it comes all down to the story. What, what is the story we want to tell? Okay, so that was the Edit Fest Lean Forward Moment panel, just about 10 minutes of it. As you'll notice, Lauren's not here with me. She's at work. This was just sort of an interlude between our next episode and our last episode. So I thought I'd give you guys something to listen to. If you have any questions, you can always email me at info at artoftheguillotine.com, Twitter me at artguillotine, or you can Facebook us at facebook.com slash artguillotine. Now we did have someone figure out the, we did have someone figure out the forward film review, and that would be Nathan S., who's actually in Toronto. So this is our first Canadian actually winning. And we'll be sending him a t-shirt. The answer to last week's forward film review was Captain America. So Lauren and I were actually just going to see it. So we decided to use that as our forward film review. This is Lauren's thing, the forward film review. So we'll choose one next week with our next episode. In the meantime, there's tons of stuff to win on our site. We're just giving stuff away now. You can go in an iPad and just by signing up to our website. So you go there, you click the login button and you sign up. Or if you sign up to our email list, you can get t-shirts each month. Of course, you can win t-shirts via this. Or if you follow us on every Wednesday night, we do a post chat on Twitter. So if you follow us on Twitter, come to the post chat 9 p.m. Eastern time Wednesday nights and there's a chance of winning a t-shirt. So I'd like to thank Lauren, my producer, and everyone at EditFest, including uh, Norman Hall and Larry Silk, Josh Diamond, Anne McCabe, and finally Sabine Hoffman. I'm Gordon Burkell. Thanks for listening.